Hello everyone and welcome to a new episode of Baby Steps. I am Scott and I apologize for this coming out on Tuesday. Um, I got I got sick, um, <clears throat> so wasn't feeling well yesterday. Uh, so I did not uh, record the podcast then. So I certainly do apologize, but. Again, I can't appreciate enough of all the support. <clears throat> like I said, we're approaching 1,000 all-time listens on the original platform of this, which was uh, Anchor.fm. It's now called Spotify for Podcasters. We're now 12 listens away from that goal. Also, I can't thank you, and Alexis can't thank you enough for the support you've given her on her uh, YouTube channel. Uh, it is Angel Lex. She's now at 310 subscribers. Is going uh, to continue to push to let's see if we can get her to 500 by the end of the year. Also, uh, another uh, piece of business here. It's been a while, but I'd like to welcome new listeners to the show. Uh, our new friends in the country of Guam. So, Guam to the list. They are number 13. So now 13 different countries listen to this show and I can't thank you enough. Big week this week. Um we found out the previous Sunday, so not this past Sunday, but the Sunday before, that our board had been interviewing candidates for the pastor role and they had picked one that they wanted to bring before us to to vote. Super exciting. I'm not going to get into details, but midweek last week there was some drama. But, and quite honestly, I'm just not going to lie, with with some of the drama there, I began to wonder how this was going to go. But, um, so then last weekend, um, church leadership got to meet the... Um, Got to meet the candidate, uh, uh, Stephen Witcher, and his his wife. Uh, we all got to introduce ourselves, talk with him, let him know what we were doing, kind of our vision for things. It went really well. He has a great story. Um, he has he has a great family. Uh, like I said, wife, uh, three kids that 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 they all adopted. Um, just just a good person, and I left that meeting thinking. Unless his sermon is completely whacked out, makes no sense, I can't follow it, and it's just way out there. I'm going to vote for this guy because I think he's what this church needs. Very good service. Things went well. We voted and we voted him in unanimously, so we have a new pastor. Not for sure when he is going to start. I know we have some missionaries coming this Sunday. Um, but before we get into any further, um, I do want to talk about our interim pastor, uh, Pastor Kerry and his wife Wanda. Super great people. He did an excellent job doing what, what, what he was called to do, which is to be the fill-in, to be the gapper. You know, to be the bridge between the previous pastor and uh, this pastor. Pastor Dave actually 
text me to ask me if I was excited about, about having a new pastor, and I was. And so, but Pastor Kerry did a great job. Um, I had a few times to be able to, to talk to him. He was so helpful for me. to me. I'm going to miss him. He's very inspiring. Being someone that that may end up being a pastor one of these days. Just seeing him and seeing how he how he conducts himself and how he did this makes that so much easier because there's another way. It isn't an all or nothing thing with being a pastor. You can be a fill-in and fill in for churches. So definitely going to miss him. Um, Also, just listening to him preach and the amount of emotion and the way that he's not afraid to show emotion is is, is inspirational to me too. I'm an emotional guy. Heavily emotional. I cry. And just watching him, you know, lets me know that it's okay. It's perfectly okay to cry. And to cry in front of people. Never going to forget Pastor Kerry. He did a great job with our church. And now we have... uh, Uh, Pastor Stephen and his family coming in. And I think it's going to be exactly what... What the church needs. Um, So it's going to be great. Also this this week on Wednesday... um, We start our new uh, Bible study series... um, Called The Story of You. It's it's a story uh, by Max Lucado... I think it's going to be something really good. It talks about uh, your story and how how God is writing your story. And it goes through different things in the Bible. So it's going to be really good. I think we're going to get some really good discussion out of this. Um, it's a six-week um, session. Uh, we will have the first Wednesday in October... Uh, will be our nine one one prayer, so we won't do that. So it'll be about seven or eight weeks total um, to get through this one. But uh, I, I'm really excited about it. Really excited about leading another another study. I enjoy it every time that I do it. So uh, I'm looking forward to tomorrow um, leading that study. <clears throat> You can watch it on the Facebook uh, channel or Facebook page uh, of the church, New Journey Church in Knoxville, Iowa. Again, we start at 7 o'clock Central Time in the United States. So if you're one of our one of our friends that, from another country, you're going to have to figure out the time difference there. Um, you may not be able to watch it live, but you certainly can go, can go back. And, and, and if you are watching those, I certainly do appreciate it. The, the, the view numbers for the Wednesday nights have been outstanding so really looking forward to that and just personally within myself like last week getting out of that rut starting to feel like myself I'm starting to feel like myself again starting to get back into a few things 
Um, I am interested. I've always been interested in wanting to play pool. I just never have. You know, I, I've gone to a few places, just like hit the balls around and stuff, but never really tried to play anywhere so, somewhat of a structured type thing. So I've been looking in the places, and most of the places have been up in Des Moines. There's been a few cheap uh, places that's pretty cheap to play, but then it's it's Des Moines. I work there every day, but if it's like a Saturday, I'd have to drive almost an hour to get... The closest place to me is 40 minutes. So that causes a problem, too, uh, because you don't get a lot of time to actually just, like, play and practice because there's tournaments all over the place. And I know what you're thinking. Well, Scott, you're going to try to get back into a competitive thing. And, and yes, because I, I feel like I can, I can handle it now. been working on managing expectations and lowering expectations. Also, a, a saying that, that has, sometimes you have to lose to win. And that goes for everything. But, but in, in, in like the environment that, I, that I've been or, or trying to get into, it's so true. So there is a, a, a bar here in town. I know what you're saying. Well, you're going to go to a bar. You know, bars don't bother me that much because they don't drink. So it doesn't bother me too much. But there's a place here in Knoxville that has a few pool tables. And it's it's pretty cheap. It's a dollar a game to play. So I can go there and, and practice and not spend a lot of money. And I was messaging with, with someone from there um, back and forth just asking questions. And they said, well... Thursday, we have a league. That immediately perked my interest. The entry fee is very low. Uh, so I'm going to do it. So it worked out quite well that I don't have to go to Des Moines. I'll have a place to practice here. I'll only play in Des Moines if I go to a tournament. But I'll get my feet wet in this league. And, and we're... Sometimes you have to lose to win is really going to come into this because I am going to get beat and probably beat pretty bad in this league because I've never played, never played competitively, never played the right way. Closest thing I have to playing the right way in pools on my PlayStation. And I get smacked around on that game too, so... And I was talking to someone about it, like, are you going to be okay with that? Are you going to be able to have fun with that? And I'm like, I, I think I'm, I'm think I'm to the point now to where I, I get it now. There's really nothing I'm going to be able, that I'm going to get into as a hobby or anything that people haven't been doing for many years ahead of me. There just isn't. So I'm either going to have to understand 
that I'm getting in on the ground floor for myself, but there's people already at the top floor. And for the first time, I'm perfectly fine with that. I just want to go and play and see how it goes. Maybe it might be something I eventually could get pretty good at. You never know. But you don't know until you try. And I've always wanted to try, I just never have. So now I have a chance to do that. So that's what I'm going to do on Thursday is... Is once I get home, I'm, I actually I'm gonna go right from work to the place because there's a preseason meeting at six o'clock. I get off at five, so I'll be getting into town right as that meeting starts. But I'm looking forward to it. But the saying sometimes you have to lose to win not only just goes with sports or with the or a competitive type thing, it goes with life. Just looking at my story. I've had two marriages. Almost lost my daughter. And almost lost my life. Twice. So needless to say, yeah, I've had a lot of loss. I've lost a bunch of jobs. I've lost a bunch of friends. But all of those losses have now led to where I am at in my life now. Again, it's all a part of God didn't make life to be easy. One snap of the finger, he could give us everything that we ever imagined, but he doesn't. Not because he's mean, not because he's denying us. And again, it goes back to this saying, God does not deny us of our heart's desires unless he has something better. And again, this is no knock to anyone that I've ever had a relationship with, but that's what I wanted. I wanted I wanted a marriage. I wanted a family. I wanted I wanted it all. Like, well, gee, Scott, you've you've been married twice. Weren't you denied of what your heart desired? No. Because there might be something better down the road. Does that mean a better relationship, a better marriage? It could. But it also could mean something else. Because again, if I look at if I if I'm in either of those two relationships, we're not talking now. That's also, I think, where this Bible study on Wednesday is going to come in. My story might involve being married eventually again, but maybe my story doesn't involve that. Maybe it involves me being single. Maybe it involves me doing something else. And that's that's vitally important. Because again, 
maybe God doesn't want me to have a wife. And there's nothing wrong with that. Paul, Paul wasn't married. Paul openly talked about him being single. It's what God wanted for him. Maybe that's what's supposed to be in my future. Maybe that's part of my story. Or maybe there's something else. The same thing with all of us. Maybe where we're at right now isn't where we're supposed to be at the end. Where we're at right now isn't the finish line. We might just be getting to the starting line. I said this a long time ago, and it's funny because it's from a wrestler, but the quote was, this isn't the end. This isn't the beginning of the end. It's the end of the beginning. And that could be that way for a lot of us. You know, I look at I look at my, my daughter's mom, my first ex-wife. She's completely starting over again. But where she's at right now isn't isn't the finish line for her. So we have to do the best that we can in the season, in the moment that we're in now. We can't try to do things now to affect the future. It just doesn't work because Lord knows I've tried it. I've tried to do all this reading, all this studying, not because it's, it's, it's who I am and it's what I like doing. It's because, well, I need to get to be that guy. Like I said, I've had a vision of, of what God wants me to be. And I'm not him right now. I'm not anywhere close. But I was trying to jam all this stuff and trying to, do, trying to compare myself to a person that I'm not ready to be yet. And that is very hard to admit to yourself especially someone like me who has a problem with perfectionism has a quite bit of pride problem too to sit down like you're not that you're not that guy right now and if you don't make some changes you're never going to get there but that's a constructive criticism of yourself but what i was doing was Everything that I did was was compared to that person. Well, you know, he wouldn't have done that. You can't do that with your life. You just can't. It will drive you crazy. It will cause you pain. It'll cause you frustration. It'll cause anxiety. It will cause you to drift off course. Life is one life isn't a straight line. There are sections. And in each section there may be twists, there may be turns, there's gonna be highs, there's gonna be lows, there's gonna be valleys. And how you navigate them 
And how you get through those different parts is all part of your growth. Football coaches have a saying. They say, don't tell me about the labor, show me the baby. A lot of coaches, not just football coaches, but mostly football coaches. And basically what they're saying is, I don't want to know what it took to do it. Just show me the result. And I think I've probably mentioned this on here, but that's the problem that we have. We are so focused on the result. Or another way to put it, we're so focused on the product. We're so focused on the finish line that we forget about the process to get there. We need to focus more on the process, on the journey. It's the journey that matters. It's the journey that's important. Because without the journey, there is no finish line. Without everything that Moses went through getting the Israelites to the promised land, getting lost in the, in the forest for 40 years, if it wasn't for that journey, the old generation that doubted and never got to see the promised land, well, the newer generation that did, that doesn't happen. A lot of times in interviews you get asked, well, where do you see yourself in five years? There's nothing wrong with having a goal of this is where I want to be in five years. But if that's your only focus, then you're not focusing on the most important part, which is the five-year lead up to that. Because if you don't get that journey right, you're not going to get to where you're at. And plus, within that journey... Your finish line may change. I started radio in nineteen ninety seven with the goal of either being at ESPN or working for the NFL, or working for a big college, doing big-time college football, or college basketball. But I didn't focus on the journey. But throughout that journey, there are different twists, turns, but notice I'm not at ESPN. I'm in Knoxville, Iowa. Because my journey's not to end there. The end of the journey is somewhere else, so I'm still on it.
And let's say the end of the journey is me being a pastor. Well, guess what? That's not the end. Say, so go through all of my school and go through all of this. Get all the credentials that I need and actually get into a church as a pastor. New journey. Or better yet, maybe that's the first part of the journey. With more to come. Because if you go back to the Israelites, they finally get to the promised land, but they have all sorts of problems. The journey didn't end at the promised land. What is your promised land? What is that goal that you have? And I'm not saying completely forget about the goal. But don't make that the number one focus. Focus on the journey in between. Focus on where you are at right now. Again, I go after things from a sports point of view, but but just look at it like this way. A football game is four quarters. If you're in the first quarter, you're not going to focus on what you're going to do in the fourth quarter. But if you look at a football game, the goal is get to the fourth quarter. But if you're in the first quarter, you're not going to focus on the fourth quarter. If you don't focus on the first quarter where you're at, then you may put yourself so far behind that the fourth quarter won't matter. You don't focus in the first, second, and third quarters as they come. You could be down 40-something points in the fourth quarter, and you might not have a chance of, of making it. Same thing with life. Keep a focus on the goal, but not 100% focus. Focus where you're at right now. There's a plan. There's a story being written And you have to be patient for the next chapter to start. So thank you everyone for listening. Again, uh, the new Bible study, this uh, More to Your Story, I think is what it's called. I'm, I'm probably getting it wrong. But that starts tomorrow night, 7 o'clock Central Time here in the United States. Um you can watch it on the Facebook page of the church, which is New Journey Church in Knoxville, Iowa. Also, go to Alexis's uh, YouTube page, uh, youtube.com slash angellex. Give her a subscribe as we try to push her to 500 uh, subscribers by the end of the year. We'll talk to you next week.